The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders on how to take your company, firm, or practice that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marsha Zeidel, the Smart Moves Coach. Here's a quote from Albert Einstein. He said, people love chopping wood. In this activity, one quickly sees results. As a Smart Moves Coach, I won't help you chop wood, but I will help you make the leadership and business moves to quickly see results. Remember, good intentions, even with a good plan, don't magically lead to success. What does is making sure every day you're on the right track, that you're staying on the right track, and that you're not getting sidetracked in your drive for purpose, performance, and profitability. Now a quick treat called Leadership Smarts, brought to you by my valued sponsor, Snelling, connecting the right people with the right work. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. Did you know leaders are pride builders? When people are stressed out with change and uncertainty, and especially when money is tight, how can you motivate your employees? Well, great leaders are pride builders who instill self-esteem, camaraderie, and loyalty in their people, no matter what's going on in the organization. In fact, pride building is the core of many high-performing organizations, ranging from the U.S. Marines to Southwest Airlines, according to John Castleback in his book, Pride Matters More Than Money. He says, Building pride, especially on the front lines, is central to business performance and profitability. So, listeners, here are three pride-building suggestions I have found that works. First, find a common enemy. Sometimes we need one good fire, commented a fire station captain I interviewed for a team-building program. He said, that gets everyone's adrenaline up. We take pride in not losing people pets, and property. Listeners, what are the fires or challenges that will get your employees engaged and working together? What can you do to make a top of their mind? Two, reward often in small ways. It's important for people to be proud of what they are doing every day and putting out that fire or squashing that challenge. That's why it's critical to celebrate the steps as much as the landings. The best leaders are masters at spotting and recognizing the small achievements that will instill pride in their people. One manager brought in fresh baked cookies. Another had a Sunday party. A third gave out movie tickets to everyone. There are hundreds of ways to let people know you appreciate their efforts. Three, talk about past achievements. People seldom tire of good stories that stir up feelings of overcoming odds and succeeding. A good story is one that talks about the challenges, how people pulled together, and what was accomplished. My adult children still reminisce about living overseas and the funny and sometimes precarious situations we faced as a family and pulled through. So here's a smart moves tip. A paycheck is what helps people get to sleep at night, not what gets them going in the morning. 
It motivates employees to an extent. Building pride within a team, a department, an entire company is what leads to extraordinary performance from ordinary people. It taps into a very powerful motivating force, an intrinsic, deeply seated human emotion to do right, to do well, and to do one's best. Listeners, did you know that sometimes a jelly donut or a handshake is as effective as a bonus? However, what is one person's carrot is another's yucky yellow vegetable. Get 50 ways to let people know your that you appreciate their efforts. Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. You're listening to Marcia Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. Listeners, to give us further insights into the role of leaders in building profitable and sustainable organizations is my guest today, Gary De Rodriguez, CEO of Peopleistic USA. For over 30 years, he's been coaching and training executives to excel in their people performance. He says, our business world is changing. The customers have become more sophisticated and the competition more fierce. If organizations are to thrive in the new economy, we can no longer place profits before people or profits at all costs. We require turning our focus to a new business model or new business DNA, which he calls humanistic business. Welcome, Gary. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. It's a pleasure to be with you, Marcia. Thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to our conversation. Well, let's really get started and and tell the listeners a bit about your passion for leadership development within organizations. Well, I always find that um, there can be great strategic planning, there can be even a great product and a great delivery system, but the most mysterious place where the strategic plan will fall down or our projects will go astray is always in that mysterious element of the people engagement. Mm-hmm. So it is a, a really vital place that everything else, all the moving parts of an organization will still depend on people's execution. And this is where it becomes really vital for leadership to take what I call a, um, an absolute lateral approach, where leadership is just not reserved for um, the upper C-suite level, but right. a leadership can be rolled out what I call across all contexts of the company. I, I worked for an organization uh, training down in Australia that was the largest uh, pharmacy distribution chain in Western Australia, and one of my criteria for working with them was I said to the CEO, I said, when I come in, I desire the floor staff <clears throat> and I desire the board of directors all in the same training, so we have the same language, we have the same Mm -hmm. awarenesses, Mm -hmm. we have the same tools for leadership, because where the customer meets staff is where the profit center is, that's where the brand is demonstrated. So he was like, well, that's never been suggested before, and we got all the entire company in lockdown for three days, and it was just a life-changing kind of experience to give everyone the same self-leadership tools so that we have sustainable leadership throughout the organization. Peter Drucker, who mm-hmm. you know most people in leadership have, have heard of, um, Peter Drucker said that the one key to leadership is consistency, which can only happen if the individual in the leadership roles, which I believe everyone is, is, is leading at some level within an organization, that can only happen if they have their own mental, emotional management and fabulous relationship skills. So um, that's why I'm so passionate about it, because I really do believe that companies can become highly profitable, and this kind of merges into you know, my, my, core, my core passion, which is humanistic business or conscious uh-huh. capitalism, uh-huh. is when a company becomes really, really profitable through stat- talent retention, 
and succession planning because the talent has stayed. You can literally pay it forward into the philanthropic uh, activities in your community and find charitable organizations that your company can actually contribute to, increasing brand awareness and actually making a very beautiful impact on um, the communities that organizations are serving. Well, that certainly tells us quite a bit about you and what drives you and what your passion is. And I can say um, uh, that when we met, I just met Gary, and we, and, and we just clicked immediately because we were on the same wavelength. Um, and that's my passion, too. And what you're really talking about is leaders at all levels. And I think Absolutely. that's, you know, that, that's it. That, that says it in, 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 like, four or five words. So um, you, you mentioned... Um, uh, humanistic business and let's get into it and I'm sure you it, it's quite um, I want you to uh, dive into it and probably we'll need to continue talking about it after the break but we have several minutes so tell the listeners what is humanistic business how do they know it how do they see it um, go ahead and and uh, enroll okay great um, our company, we have three offices throughout the world, one in London, one in Perth, Australia, and one in Dallas. And um, we came up with a concept that um, conscious capitalism, which is a movement um, throughout the world right now, <clears throat> and we wanted to develop a methodology that actually gave organizations a system to install conscious capitalism into their company. So we entitled our book Humanistic Business, which is profit based upon the passion of people within the organization. And it really revolves around a certain business model. Number one is values. The organization must be value-driven, and those values must be demonstrated through all touch points in the organization between not only internal stakeholders but external stakeholders as well. The next is, of course, out of values, you can define what your purpose is. Because when an organization is purpose and value driven, you actually get engagement from staff and you inspire your customers. Next is, of course, creating a vision that is robust enough to inspire as well. Third, I mean, fourth is talent. So how do you upskill talent? One of the most important assets is the human equity within an organization. Your talent is, is priceless because that is where the innovation will come from. That is where the problem solving will come from. That is where you will actually face the ups and downs, the hills and valleys of running a business and be able to overcome it through really, I call it entrepreneurship, where your internal stakeholders, your staff, will be able to design and come up with new and innovative ways to be most competitive within your market. Fifth is products. Of course, you know, be able to develop products, which then goes right back to the talent and is infused with talent, but also analyzing your supply chain to make sure that your supply chain is actually in direct alignment with your values and uh-huh, your purpose uh-huh. and your vision. Um, lastly, um, not lastly, but second. To that is strategy. You well, have can to you, have a great um, Gary? Plan. Can you hold that thought because we're at because I we're at, it's going to be a time for the break. And um, on the business edge, I'm Marcia Zidel, your Smart Moves coach, and my guest today is Gary De Rodriguez, uh, CEO of Peopleistic USA. And when we come back, he's going to give us the sixth and seventh aspects of human. Uh, humanistic business, so stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. 
Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zeidel, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge, sponsored by Snelling, connecting the right people with the right work. I'm Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach. My guest is Gary Day Rodriguez, and he's been giving us insights into an exciting new business model, called Humanistic Business. And before the break, uh, Gary was going over the seven principles of this model, and and we stopped at five. So can you uh, quickly give an overview of the first five and then continue with six and seven? Okay. Absolutely. So the first one is values, having a value-driven business, which then aligns to purpose, and then having both purpose and value being the, the, the top rung of what has to be established first, creating the vision, allowing the emphasis then to be on talent, and then product delivery and our product production and innovation around product plus supply chain. The mm-hmm. sixth is strategy. And we all know how important strategic planning is. And I always recommend to my clients, you know, plan out at least three years, but not much more than that, just because Mm -hmm. technology is changing so rapidly. So to have the strategic plan be able to roll out in an effective way really is quite dependent upon the talent that the organization has skilled up. And the most important thing is to upskill, invest in the human equity so that strategy can actually be rolled out. Ultimately, it's about the delivery, to be able to create a great end-user experience and be able to analyze that end-user experience, be able to get the feedback back from the end-user, so to be able to do end-user surveys. And then that then rolls back into, of course, a constant loop of constant improvement over what all I call Kaizen, which is the art of constant improvement. So this model actually is is one of the most important models that I think businesses really require to look at because all of them are interplaying and interdependent on the next to be successful. 
You can't have a great delivery and end-user experience without being able to train your values, having a high enough purpose, having an inspired vision, having your talent actually upskilled enough to embody those values and purpose, and then be able to have the products reflect that with a strategy that continues to have the organization grow, and then have the customer experience what you stand for in that engagement with your services or products. So it's a, it's a beautiful model ending. I think the ultimate outcome of the strategy is that we have stakeholder happiness, which is right. what we're all striving for, and that's what gives us a competitive edge. Organizations can never compete necessarily on price or even product because some competitor will come and either lower their price or duplicate your product. What they cannot compete on is your, your culture, your staff engagement, and mm-hmm. your deliverable and the end-user experience. Right. And, and the other thing that I just want to pick up on before we go to the issue of leadership is because of conscious capitalism, they talk about stakeholders. And it's more than your shareholders. It's everyone in the company. It's your employees. It's your suppliers. Um, it's your vendors. It's your community. So, you're, so this is a very holistic model that you've presented. And um, I'm, I'm quite impressed. Um, but now let's move on because this part of the show is really for uh, business leaders and entrepreneurs who want to upskill their leaderships and, and be more effective. So um, what impact does leadership have on creating a great culture? I'm sure it does. Uh, that's has, sort of intuitive. Huge impact. Um, I break down leadership development when I go into organizations into three in, in, into three areas. Mm-hmm. One is, of course, self leadership, which is mm-hmm. what Peter Drucker said: is creating consistency, having an individual have enough self awareness, which is what uh, the Stanford University Advisory Council all voted was the number one aspect to leadership development was mm-hmm. self awareness. So. The first step is give fundamental self-leadership tools for sustainable leadership uh, execution to staff laterally across the organization. This then literally quiets that um, age-old victim mentality of, of it's not my fault, it's that department's fault, it's George down the hallway's fault. It is about taking ownership and realizing that one of the primary objectives of being in an organization with diverse personalities is that you learn how to navigate through the complexity of that without blame, with action and leadership. And people come into an organization literally with very, very, very little interpersonal skills, sometimes poor self-leadership skills, and as a consequence, it gets displaced or projected onto team members, which always causes a poor culture. All it takes is one individual in a functional team to literally ruin the impact of that team's productivity. So it becomes imperative that an organization invests in that one section of self-leadership. The second aspect is going in and training great communication skills, people intelligence skills, so that people within the organization learn how to have conversations that actually lead to solution, building a bridge between differences between people, and it is an art and a science. So that's a very important aspect because any relationship is based upon the conversation. Any sustainable relationship is based upon the conversation. I like to say that the quality of the conversation is literally the quality and the health of the relationship. And the last one is teaching innovation strategies, thinking strategies, and how to take historical problems and as a team create a thinking pool or a thinking mastermind to begin to start resolving those particular historical problems using innovation strategies and then a seven-step thinking um, system that I have the teams go through to actually resolve problems. What gets generated out of that is the teams actually begin to understand each other far better for their strengths, their weaknesses, and their, um, and their 
They're blind spots, quite frankly. And then when you train a person how to think from seven different positions, what actually begins to occur is because no one teaches thinking strategies anywhere. (laughs) If you go to university, you will never find a degree in thinking. So we teach people some very foundational skills to help them resolve problems in a day. And what, what emerges out of this is that the team has far greater respect for who they are, the diversity of who they are, their strengths, their weaknesses, their communication skills improve, and their ability to solve problems as a team and give each person a voice in the resolution of those problems. Now, that's a, por- a really important point that I just made because if then when you look at Maslow's hierarchy of human needs and you look at self-actualization, one of the, the highest qualities of self-actualization is that people have a voice and being able to resolve those things that deeply and profoundly affect them anywhere from 8 to 10 hours a day. If it's only going to come down from management, people then always feel like they are victimized because management does not always see the complexity of how a particular procedure or a particular new um, aspect of, of management will actually have a negative impact on the staff. So when staff has a voice in it, they can bring their ideas from a more holistic perspective to management. And management can take a look at it and say, yes, that's a fabulous idea, or no, there needs to be some tweaking to the right or the left. But the initial outcome is, is that staff finally have a voice and meets that one fundamental human need of, I get to have a say in what happens to me on an eight to 10 hour period of time. It increases the respect for management hugely within the team members, and it gives people finally a voice. So if you want to get your staff rowing in the boat in the same direction, the thing that halts it, the thing that sabotages it, is a lack of respecting their opinions, their voice, and their ideas. The best way to engage it and improve culture within a day is to give them a voice, to give them the diversity training, to give them the self-leadership training and the conversational and communication training so that they can think through the problems and add to the innovation to solve the historical issues that they are getting affected by on a daily basis. And it works like a charm. You train leadership throughout, you can improve culture in a very short period of time. Wow. (laughs) That was quite an overview of, um, and in depth as well, as um, the impact leadership has on creating a great culture. And I just want to pick up one point because it seems so simple and logical, um, which is that people want to have a voice in what they what they what they're doing. They want to uh, give their ideas. And one quick thing, because we are going to be going to a break, that I remember that had such an impact on me when I was doing uh, training, leadership training at an automotive um, plant. And working with the uh, line workers, and they were going to team concept. And one of the people said to me, and part of that team concept was that they work together and that they share ideas and that they come up with ideas and they problem solve. And one of the key things that I still remember, and it's over 20 years ago, is this man saying to me, you know, this is the first time they are appreciating us from what we can do from our waist up or from our neck up not from our neck down. And that says it all. And I think you and I share that belief about the value of people and, and the importance of it in leadership. So at this point, it's time for a short break on the business edge. I'm Marcia Zidle, your Smart Moves coach, and my guest is Gary De Rodriguez, CEO of Peopleistic USA. Stay tuned. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge, sponsored by Snelling, connecting the right people with the right work. I'm Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach, and my guest is Gary De Rodriguez, giving insights into an exciting new business model, which he calls humanistic business. And uh, during the last segment, um, Gary talked in depth about the impact leadership has on creating a great culture, and we know that. We know that intuitively, but how do you make it happen? So, Gary, what does it take to create great leadership performance? Uh, In my opinion and my 30 years of experience, Marcia, it really takes... I will default back to Peter Drucker. It takes consistency. Mm-hmm. And you can only have consistency when you have your own personal mental, emotional management. I think that there is a prerequisite to leadership performance, and that is self-leadership. Mm-hmm. So many times organizations will, of course, hire hire a diverse group of people not knowing necessarily what they're bringing in to the organizational culture from their past. Even if you go back as far as family of origin stuff, that you'll find that certain personalities, you'll find certain personalities within an organization will trigger off other personalities. And you have to look at what those triggers actually are. And oftentimes those those triggers are literally unresolved issues from their past. Uh-huh. And unless you give the the leadership the tools to actually begin to unravel those emotionally impacted issues of their life and give them the systems to actually unravel it communicate with others effectively, take full responsibility for their own emotional states, teach them about the power of linguistics, which actually helps them to retain peak emotional states, and give them the tools to actually manage themselves proficiently, you're not going to have consistent behavior. Consistent behavior builds trust. Uh And one of the things about leadership performance, you may not be the sharpest knife in the drawer, but if you surround yourself with highly functional and intelligent staff members that may have talents that you do not have, and you engender the trust 
and you respect them deeply, you will have a strong enough team to help you navigate your way through the hills and valleys of the economic, the economic impact of what happens in our world economy. And we're all affected by it. So what a, a leader must do is first of all have their behaviors be consistent and congruent with their word. They must Uh engender trust. They must empower their staff so they have loyalty around them. And then they must embody the whole aspect of innovation to stay ahead of the curve of global trends and the competition. When they do that, you have a sustainable organization that is inspired to go forward and face any challenge. You know, I do want to, I know we have another great question about brand recognition, but I do want to ask an additional question around um, the, you know, the leadership development. And one of the things you said was that we all, we know that we all come with what I call baggage or what we, or um, uh, things that have not been resolved for, um, uh, and our cultural background. Um, And we do have some unresolved issues. And I agree with you, but um, one, you know, I'm wondering how do business people deal with this? Because they may think, oh, you know, at work we don't bring our personal life to work, or we don't bring our family. What 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 happened in our family 20 years ago to work? We're we're here to just get things done. How do you answer that? Well, because I think that that is um, that is a total ostrich in in the head in the sand approach. Um, people can say, "Oh, look, I'm a professional, and I don't bring my personal issues into the workplace." I say, "Nonsense! You have to bring your personal <laughs> issues in emotionally," and they get they get displayed and projected out onto team members. People oftentimes have very good masks that they wear and coping strategies that mm-hmm. they have. But there is statistics out there that would very much disagree because oftentimes there are hundreds of thousands of dollars lost every year in organizations from intentional sabotage within the walls of the organization Mm -hmm. because of passive-aggressive behavior and because of individuals who have a vendetta against other individuals within teams. And as a consequence, projects fall down, strategic plans do not get rolled out, and there is intentional sabotage within the organization, including a breach of cybersecurity. So we have to look at if people are carrying their emotional issues very well masked, very well contained into the organization, someone's triggering them off, and then they go on a passive-aggressive, very subtle, but oftentimes very um, destroying type of attack strategy, then you have a very big problem. All an organization needs is one of those individuals in the room to act, or on a team to actually cause a lot of havoc. And I know of anyone that I've spoken to within organizations go, yes, I've experienced that yes. time and time and time again. again. Yes. So yes. When, when we look at it and say, gee, I don't know if that, you know, we shouldn't be bringing our personal stuff in, that is saying we're not going to be human within our organizations. We are very human, but people have learned how to suppress it, how to mask it, and then they do passive-aggressive behavior. So what, what, my, what my approach is and my strategy is, let's be honest. Let's mm-hmm. be authentic. Let's really yes. look at what drives human behavior, which is always the emotional state. Let's bring that to the table. Let's give people valuable tools that work in the trenches of real-time problems, and let's begin to invest in the human equity in a way that brings out authentic leadership. And when we do that, we are successful. Well, um, and I think that, you know, we, we, that I want to segue now to the next question, but I think that was an, uh, how you answered it really states why we have to pay attention to it. So let's now go to what I think is a really important question, which is if an organization desires to build a greater band rec- brand recognition, what should they do? Because now, you know, we all have brands and organizations want brands and they want to recognize and they want to be first and they want people to know about them. So what do they need to do? 
This is very simple, and it is really going to be a little bit of a repeat of what I've already said. You have to invest in your human equity. You have to harvest the talent and the genius of people that you may not have in a managerial role, but ideas will come out of them if you give them the opportunity to contribute that could revolutionize your organization and save heaps and heaps of money and plug up the energy drains within your profit centers and then be able to have them be inspired enough to represent your brand to the end user thereby building a strong brand recognition. The whole point is to make your organization more profitable. If you, if you read a book called Firms of Endearment, you'll see yes. stats that compare the performance of conscious capitalistic companies to the good to great companies. Over a 10-year period of time, the conscious capitalistic companies were making over 900% greater profit than the performance of the good to great companies over a 10-year period of time. So this is about profit. This is so much about profit. But then when we have a profit center that's greater than what we had before, based upon our investment in our human equity, we pay that forward in the communities that we're serving, thereby endear those communities to our brand and empower our staff to even care more because they're making a solid contribution. The bottom line for me, Marcia, is our government will never do it. Religious organizations will not do it. They try, but they, it's too big of a task. We have to be able to pay forward into our culture, especially our children and especially our veterans, to begin to start paying that forward in a really powerful and consistent manner. And when consciously run companies, humanistically branded companies, begin to do this, the entire country benefits and begins to start healing itself. Our country is wounded right now. And if we have organizations with awake enough leaders that will do this, our country will again thrive. But unless we do this, we are headed for the precipice of a very difficult period in our history. I personally love my country. I would like to see that not occur. I would like to see us thrive through consciously run businesses, and I'm very passionate about it. I can tell your passion comes out very strong. And I, I, I wanted to say a couple things. We have about a minute or two left about uh, brand recognition and to tie it into conscious capitalism. Um, it's interesting because, uh, as you said, conscious capitalism is a worldwide uh, movement. Um, both of us live in Dallas, and we have several companies here in Dallas um, who practice conscious capitalism, and, and their brand is known for it, whether it is Whole Foods, Southwest Airlines, Airlines, um, and, you know, and, and, and I've heard them speak, and I've heard, and, uh, for example, the Container Store. Um, people don't leave. <laughs> they have such a high retention rate and they have such great brand recognition. So what you're saying does translate into profitability, into purpose, passion, and profitability. All Absolutely. these companies are profitable. This uh, so- is a proven model. This is not. This is not something that our company pulled out of the air. It is a proven, demonstrated model about brand power. And if organizations want to increase their brand power and just blitz the competition, this is a strategy to do it. Well, I think this is a good point for um, to end the segment, and um, we'll be back. It's time for a, a quick break, and when we come back, Gary is going to tell us um, about the three, two or three, what I call keepers, what he wants us to remember from uh, what he told us about humanistic business, as well as how to contact him. So, um, I'm Marcia Seidel, the Smart Moves Coach, and my guest today is Gary uh, Rodriguez, G- uh, CEO of Peopleistic USA. Stay tuned.
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at SmartMovesCoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge, sponsored by Snelling, connecting the right people with the right work. I'm Marsha Zido, the Smart Moves Coach, and my guest today is uh, Gary Day Rodriguez, and he has been giving us fascinating insights into a new business model, which is called humanistic business. And at this point, Gary, um, you've, you've said so much and have given so many good points, but what are the two or three key points, or what I call takeaways, that you want listeners to remember about humanistic business? Great. All leaders require to develop their own mental-emotional management skills so that they have consistent, congruent behavior that builds trust in their teams. That's number one. Number two is train lateral leadership throughout your organization and invest in your human equity to build the impact of your culture. Be value-driven as an organization so that you inspire internal stakeholders and then pay that profitability, a portion of that profitability that you will create through this particular system back out into your community so that you endear external stakeholders to your brand. And most importantly, have whoever is your, is your contact, your touch point between your brand, your organization, and your customer have an exquisite ability to be inspired by what you stand for and how you've treated them, and that will be your profit center, and that will inspire external stakeholders as well. Wow. Uh, three really good points, and it, uh, it goes back to one of my, my musing, which talks about leaders as pride builders. They have passion. They have purpose. And they, they treat their people well and they engage their people. So I want to thank you so much, Gary. Um, I, I'm fully aware of conscious capitalism, but I was not aware of your humanistic business model. It makes great sense to me, and I know it's going to make great sense to those listeners. So how can they contact you so that they, they can find out more? Great. You can click onto my website, which is peopleistic.us. 
Um, and that site is, will have a lot of information. It actually has our book on it, which is uh, Humanistic Business, Profit Through People with Passion and Purpose. Um, as well, you can email me. If you have questions, always happy to engage uh, with the listening audience. Uh, and my, uh, my email address is Gary, with one R, uh, at peopleistic.com. And it's Gary, G-A-R-Y, at peopleistic, P-E-O-P-L-E-I-S-T-I-C, peopleistic.com. Uh, our office number as well is 972-542-4655. And always happy to answer questions or hold a conversation uh, with people who desire to move their organization to a higher level of performance and profitability. Well, thank you again, uh, Gary. I, I enjoyed um, interviewing you. You're, you have such great passion um, and and, and, and great insights into uh, human performance. So let's move on to our next week's program, which is on entrepreneurship, developing the mindset for a change world. Debbie Rustin, owner of The Success Educator, has been an entrepreneur and trainer for more than 25 years. She says one of the biggest reasons entrepreneurs fail is they attempt to run their business with the mindset of an employee rather than a business owner. Debbie will talk about finding your passion, decision-making, risk, the challenges, the rewards of entrepreneurship, even get into employee relations and developing a strong culture in the workplace. Tune in Wednesday, January 28th at 11 Pacific to Eastern. Now, here's another smart moves tip and why leadership matters. A leader leads by example, whether he intends to or not. It's the questions we ask, the stories we tell, and the examples we set that influence those around us, shaping their thinking and their actions. Leaders, what examples are you setting for those around you? Are you always walking the talk and talking the walk? How well do people trust you as their leader? Would you like to know more about the type of leadership that matters and about emotional intelligence? Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. I'll end with my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world. Those who make it happen, those who let it happen, and those who asked, what happened? Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. As a smart moves coach, let me show you how. Remember, good intentions, even with a good plan, don't magically lead to success. What does is making sure every day you're on the right track, not getting sidetracked in your drive for purpose, performance, passion, and profitability. Thank you for listening to The Business Edge with Marcia Seidel, the Smart Moves executive coach and speaker, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. Innovate, improve, ignite, or die. Make smart moves. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And enjoy taking your business to the next level.